0: Yo yo yo, this is the real talk, real wolf family, and we are back at uh, it yet again with another episode. Brat to bring you more flavor, mm-hmm. another episode full of more juice, mm-hmm. another episode full of more energy. What 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 what? Another episode full of more character. Ooh. Okay, another episode full of more knowledge. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, we salute you. Ah, toilet, Baba. We're back with <laughs> myself, Gabs. Myself, Mr. Game Changer.
1: And your girl, Ore. Right.
0: Excellente. Right, right again, another episode where we're running with a couple of questions that you lot sent in to us. So thank you for the questions that you sent in. It's looking like a little relationship that are there today. <laughs> mm. Right, two questions again going to keep this to about 45 minutes or so if we can the first question is let's dive straight into it keep it sweet and punchy is is it important for women to be led by a godly man or can a woman lead a man to christ in a relationship i'll read it again (laughs) is it important for women to be led by a godly man or can a woman lead a man to christ in a relationship All right, I'm going to come to you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, first of all, I think that the question should be split into two parts because...
0: Badly. Yeah,
1: Yeah. the first part was like, is it important for a a man to to lead a woman? And the second part is, can a woman be led to Christ? Or can a woman lead a man to Christ? I think with regards to the second part, can the woman lead a man to Christ? I think, yes. Um, From a point, like as christians we should all be trying to lead everyone to christ that's what god has called that's what god has put us on this earth to do that's what we've been called to do so if it's a if it's a question of you have a friendship with a, ma- a young man or you you and a you're a woman and a guy you're you're friends and the the man is asking questions about god and jesus and he wants to give his life to christ then i don't think that there is a problem with a woman leading a man to christ in that sense but the first half of the question is it is it, was it Is it important for a man to lead a woman yeah um, yes, I do think it's important if we 're talking about this from a relationship perspective um, within the course of a marriage, obviously, we know that men are the, we know that the Bible says that men are the head of the home and that men should love their wives as Christ loves the church and so from that perspective, I think that if you 're in a relationship with a guy and you're the one that's leading that relationship, I think it sets a very bad precedent for marriage.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you know, I totally agree. I definitely agree that we probably should split the two questions into A and B because it is quite long-winded. Um, regarding the point about godly men leading a woman, completely agree. I can't even add to what you're saying, to be fair. I can't add, I can't take away. I just want to focus for a little while on uh, on what we said, what you said about um, a woman leading a man to Christ in a relationship, yeah. So, do you therefore encourage um, a woman and a man to be in a relationship if one of, if the man does not know Jesus? Would Absolutely you like? Would you not?
1: <laughs> I think the Bible's pretty clear on um, being unequally yoked, and I think from that perspective, if if you're a, a young lady who's in a relationship with a guy who's not Christian and you're a believer then i would encourage you to at least get out of that relationship until that man becomes wow. a christian or at least until you have an underst- unless at least until you know that that guy is kind of asking the right questions about faith and about god mm,
0: so you don't believe that a man can be led to christ in a relationship the man must be led before
1: i think i believe that he can be led to christ in a relationship but if you're already like, if you know better, do better. So from a perspective, uh-huh. if you know that you're a believer and you know that the person who's pursuing you or the guy that you want to get into a relationship with is not a believer, I wouldn't encourage you to get into that relationship until that person becomes a believer. So it's not mm-hmm. that I'm saying that I don't believe that God, that that person, that the man can be led to Christ. Most definitely, of course, and that's what you should be praying for. And that's what we should all be praying for. Um, we should be praying for our friends to be saved by God's grace. But um. Uh-huh. I don't think that you should actively pursue a relationship because what happens when you've been in this relationship six or seven months, you're starting to catch feelings and he's still not a Christian. Like, are you then going to marry the person? Are you going to keep staying in that relationship? I Mm. think that it it can potentially cause a lot of problems down the line. Once you catch feelings, it's a lot harder to be like to pull back from the relationship than it is Mm. if you don't have feelings in the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I hear that. So let me ask you a question, Iman. I'm going to come to you yeah? in a bit, yeah. But All right, let me ask you a question. I think because I kind of have an understanding of Iman's way of thinking. So, all right, let me ask you a question, yeah. Based on what we're saying about, like, obviously, we know that there are Christian women that do get in relationships with men that are not believers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think it is about a non believing man that attracts? No, what do you think it is about men? Who, what do you think it is, guys? Can you speak English? Yes yeah. or no? What do you think it is about men who don't believe in Christ that women sought after?
1: I don't necessarily think it's a matter of, oh, uh, the man doesn't believe in Christ, so therefore I'm like, that's what I want. I just think it's a matter of there's a shortage of good men in general. That doesn't mean that there aren't any out there, but I think that if you're of a certain age and you're in the dating world, say like 25 plus, I'm going to just limit it to just 25 plus gang. Cause that's the one I can speak on. Yes. I think once you're in 25 plus gang, like <laughs> as a woman, I think the things that you might be looking for in terms of the way that a man thinks about future, about life, about business, about finances, about homes. I think that it's quite hard to find a man who kind of has his head screwed on like that. And, if we're talking about celibacy or talking about not trying to um, have sex before marriage, that's 25 plus gang. Oi, trying to find a man who is celibate and is Christian in 25 plus gang, like, ugh, it's like looking for a needle in a haystack. Get here, Wait,
0: wait, pause. Major pause. <laughs> Firstly, I respect the mandem. No. Respect the no. mandem, Aurea. Right. No, you have to wait. I us,
1: said so. what I said.
0: No, no, you didn't say what you said. You stumbled on what you said. <laughs>
1: no, I respect the mandem
0: because there are women out here that are speaking about celibacy on the TL, but behind closed no, doors they I are agree. misbehaving with Big Daddy. Oh, yeah.
1: my days, Rome, I think, wow, to wow, be wow. honest, I think, I think it does go, go both ways in terms <laughs> of <celibacy> point.
0: <laughs> Men, women, nobody's innocent.
1: No, I agree, it is. But going back to your point about um, why non-Christian men might be more sought after, I think it's just about who has their head screwed on and who doesn't, I really don't think like it's a matter of, uh, I I just don't think people are thinking, is he Christian, is he not Christian? I just think they're thinking, does he have his head screwed on? Does he sound like somebody whose life is going in the right direction? And if so, I think women are more inclined to think about that first before thinking about whether or not he's a Christian or not.
0: Um, do you know I'll just ask you yeah, because obviously we hear like sometimes we hear from like young Christian boys always saying things like it's it's banter, like Christians call it I think it's Christian banter. I do think it's cheesy, cheesy banter, but yeah, we we hear some Christian guys saying oh um church girls don't want church boys, they don't want this, yeah, they don't I've want heard that. that. And it's just like, yeah, we hear it time and time again. So it kind of... And I don't want to go ahead and start thinking, all right, well, if Christian women don't want church boys, like, what do they want? Do you know what I
1: mean? I
0: think...
1: Are you going to ask me a question? Or did you want me to just...
0: No, no, let me just finish and then you can fire away, yeah? There is part of me, there is part of me that, that has always... Not always, but there is part of me that believes that Christian women want a devoted Christian who was raised in the trenches. So... A reformed Christian who who grew up in the hood has turned his life around because those guys probably come with a certain level of charisma. They have a certain personality. They have a lot of personality traits. They've got a lot of banter, et cetera, etc., etc. Cetera. They might be hungry, driven, etc., etc., etc. And then you slap Christ on top, and it's like, rah! Wow, this is amazing. <laughs> you've got you've got everything from a guy that I want in terms of the looks, personality, and you love the Lord. It's just like, yeah, marry me now, or I'm die. Um, <laughs> But obviously I don't want to just go ahead and start thinking that is it because I don't want to be that guy that's talking for women. Do you know what I mean? It's just like Gabs who asked you. So that's why I wanna thought, okay, cool. Well, 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 what is it then about like non-Christian guys that women do run for? And then these same girls will now come and say Christian men are this, Christian men are that.
1: I do think that non-Christian men can be a bit more kind of street wise. Like the things that they have seen and the things that they have done, like, I just think that they might have a bit more of an understanding of life outside of just the four walls of a church. Whereas I think that for some Christian men who've grown up in the church, it might just be a sense of naivety in in the sense that they haven't kind of been out more and seen what the world is about. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to pick my words carefully, but if I was to, from the outside, speak your speak, sis,
0: speak your speak. <laughs>
1: from the outside looking in, that's what I would say. I would think, I would say that a lot of guys in the church haven't necessarily kind of, they don't really have an idea of life outside of the four walls of four walls of church. I know people are going to at me after after hearing what I said but the film is. You know I the, know the ladies I love you already,
0: Aurea. <laughs> Stop the foolishness. I'm, I'm not talking
1: about, oh, can you handle your finances or can you hold down a job? No, but I'm talking about kind of like the type of music that you listen to. Is it Kurt Franklin or are you listening <clears> to like, I don't know, rap or something? I just think that all of those kind of things, it kind of comes into play. Can you hold a conversation or are you going to just, do you just want to talk to me about what the Bible says every single day of the week? Like, of mm-hmm. course, I want to know what the Bible says every single day of the week, but I want to talk about more than that. There's still 23 other hours in the day after oh. we've done our one-hour Bible study.
0: Mad. <laughs> Mad. I hear that, Aure. I hear that. And I'll pop a proper rock with what you're saying. E-man, what are you telling me, bro? Hmm. What does the Bible say?
2: <laughs> 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 no, um, yeah, I I, I think um, or has made it clear. I think that when it comes to... Um, in you know someone who's not saved um, this one is it's one of those ones where yeah you can do it you have every right to do it does it make sense as a believer to do it and there's not there's not much in in scripture to support that do you understand so yeah am I gonna advise as one who who leads a church and passes people and whatever am I gonna tell you to go and get into a relationship Um, or encourage you into a relationship with an unbeliever absolutely not absolutely not it's not and personally it's not anybody's it shouldn't whether it's male or female it's none of your responsibilities to try and use your relationship um uh, you know romantic relationship to bring someone to Christ I can't lie that's that is yeah that is you just don't you don't do that
1: I agree. You don't
2: do that. That's just <laughs> don't yeah. <do> that <laughs> yeah. that is just that's just out of that's you work. don't you don't do it because it makes no sense, and so it makes no sense spiritually. It makes no sense practically. And if you want to set, if you're using it as a precedence for life, that's very pro- problematic because you have to think in marriage. If you now use this approach where you're not on the same page, and then you're just going and you're just hoping that things will work out. Ooh. Oh my God, that's
1: not gonna you're,
2: you you're in big, you're in bigger trouble um, in general though I, I don't think i really understood the question about leading when when what was the context of lead, of men leading what
0: i, I, didn't, under, I didn't understand I had, the question the question was is it important for women to be led by a godly man i think it's simple though i think our answer is simple it's a simple yes like next question i think it's one of them kind of things
1: but yeah, I just but to in say- a
2: relationship though in a relationship yeah in a relationship i have there's a great area i feel That's
1: what I was just coming to
2: So (laughs) it says, obviously, the Bible talks about wives submitting themselves to their husbands, right? There is not much to suggest women submitting themselves to their boyfriend. And this is where... Let me jump
0: in there. Let me jump in. Let me
2: land. Let me land. Let me (laughs) land. Let me (laughs) land. Let me land. (laughs)
0: land. Yeah, the question said Lead. Yes, they submit or
2: okay. Lead uh, people can translate what you're saying. Lead. What's the difference between lead and submit? <laughs> you tell me because this is where we get into semantics, ground. When we say lead, our linguistic key. Because if if someone is leading you, you have to submit to their leadership. So submission okay, is there. So submission is there. I see
0: think... but yeah, where but you're coming.
2: So it. I am not saying this is uh, this is not a ground for. I want feminist. Okay, <laughs> this is not a ground for you to come up and you know start raising your heads. I'm going to that in a bit,
1: though. But continue.
2: What I am saying, though, is that I think you have to be very, very careful in dating stages, or you know, in the Christian world, there's many stages. I was saying this to a group of guys the other day. There's the talking stage. There's the seeing stage. There's the um, scoping stage. There's the C, um, CRB stage. There's so many stages that we've made up for Christian dating. There's the courtship stage.
0: That's, it's, it's, that's dating in general. Whether it's Christian or not, that's dating in general. Okay, mate,
2: okay, it's dating in general then. So I'm just seeing a lot. And my thing is this, yeah? If you submit yourself to a guy that you are not going to end up with, I can't lie. That's, I find that very dangerous. And I also think a guy that is not your husband that you're submitting to, don't get me wrong. I get people that do it to honor the scripture because that's probably the closest context to, you know, when the Bible says, "Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands. However, I feel like many guys use this to, um, I feel like many guys use this to manipulate women.
0: You know, I agree with that, yeah? I agree with that. But just so I'm clear, let me ask you. Are you saying women in relationships, in relationships, should not submit to their boyfriends until marriage? I
2: I think that they can submit in... uh, They can...
1: It's sticky.
2: Yeah, it's sticky.
0: Because if if, if a woman is not submitting, or if there's no leader in a relationship, I'm just thinking to to myself, what are we doing? No, they should should lead.
2: A guy should lead, Yeah. But I'm trying to I'm trying to differentiate how leadership in marriage is different. like sh- you are not yet the head of your home.
1: I think so basically I think what you're saying is a man can tell you, Oh, it would be nice if you could like maybe put a hundred pounds a month aside so that when we get married, XYZ, but he should not be telling you to quit your job. I honestly think that right. That's, I, I guess that's what to give like a practical example.
2: Yeah, or so, saying yeah. that oh i I'm, I'm well I'm gonna be your husband anyway. So yeah, if you're gonna submit to your, me, not- let's have sex anyway. Wow. I wasn't. Hey, that's I
1: mean, that's I, wasn't really about. I was that one... about telling him to quit. Like somebody should not be able. <laughs> to, a man who you're not married to should not be able to make decisions about kind of your finances, about your um your working situation, your employment situation. I don't as an individual,
2: yes. Yeah. But collectively, let's say for example, like saying like let's let's have a joint pot to save towards our marriage or marriage. I don't have an issue with that. Yeah, I
1: don't have an issue it's,
2: with now nah, so leave your job, job. It, it,
0: But things like that takes leadership, don't it? You yeah. need somebody to be able to lead in that sort of thing.
2: Right? Yes, and that's why that's why I'm trying to separate the yes, yeah, you need to lead, yeah, but he's not your husband.
0: Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that goes without saying, innit? Yeah, no, there's because there's a difference. There's so. a difference.
2: There's a difference, though. There's a difference because there's a leading in a general context of thing. Obviously, in a relationship, he's leading. He's being proactive. He's you being mean, the speak. magic word, intentional. Um, so he's doing all of that. However, however, the marriage perks he has no right to to have advantage or to take advantage of when he's in a
0: dating space. Yeah, Therefore, that, I, think, I think that marriage, the marriage perks, yeah, that takes the conversation somewhere else, because we're dealing with manipulation there. A yeah, and that's... And a, and a
1: relationship, apart from sex, obviously, what
0: else... Or you need to chat to your data because your wife has been a bit mad. Are
2: you a virgin?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I <laughs> am. Actually, yeah.
2: <laughs> Spot on.
0: But obviously, what you're saying, man, is about the manipulation. So the whole thing about, oh yeah, you're going to be my wife anyway, so why can't we have sex now? Like all of that is manipulation, it's, and I'm sure there's man out there doing that. That's manipulation to the highest degree. It's
2: not just that, bro. It's not just that. It's things like, oh, um, cook you. You have to cook for me because you're going to be my wife. Things like
0: yeah, that. Yeah. That's that's, that, that's manipulation. I wouldn't even call that leadership. That's manipulation. But that's, that's a man trying to finesse the system. That's so, the, he's the he's he's practicing, practicing.
2: He's, he's, He's trying to use his marriage. He's trying to use a marriage card to get a benefit. Yes, that's that. Yes, that's manipulation, but I'm saying that he's trying to use the marriage card to get that privilege. That's what I'm saying. Even with the sex example, even with the sex example, that's what I'm trying to say. He's trying to use the marriage card to get what he wants. So, so, so the, fee- the the woman, sorry, can submit to him because he's trying to pull the marriage card, or can you clean for me, or yeah, yeah, yeah. that's no, what I'm I agree trying to with. Say. That,
0: yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. There's men out there that are doing that, and all of that rough play needs to stop. So if you're hearing this, you need to stop. I agree with that one hundred percent. Yeah, but the question focuses on leading, mm-hmm. not about manipulation, or not about people using marriage cards and well, stuff you have like to that. Be but just solely, solely on leadership, on leading.
2: Yeah, but I'm saying that you can't lead without an element of the other person or other parties submitting to your leadership.
0: Yeah, yeah. so so can a woman submit to her boyfriend? Not, don't let's not talk about marriage cards and all that sort of stuff, but plainly, for any girl listening, thinking, should I submit to my boyfriend or should I only submit when he's my husband? Like, can a girl submit to her boyfriend can and I- should a man <laughs> lead his girlfriend or should he wait until marriage before he takes the role of a leader?
2: I get, I get what you're asking, but you, it's easy, yeah? I, all I'm just trying to say is that it's very easy for men, because I've seen it personally, I just want to highlight that it's very easy for men To try and get the marriage benefits at boyfriend and girlfriend stage. That's all. I'm just giving. I'm just giving a caveat there that this is the reality. However, can a uh, can a a woman can she submit to her boyfriend in a relationship that is leading towards marriage? I believe so. If she believes that this is the right thing, if she if she believes that he can be trusted and that he represents um, uh, godly authority. Um, even though they're not married yet, but he represents someone that imitates Christ, that behaves like Christ, that walks like Christ, even though he's growing in Christ, then absolutely, because you're, 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 you're walking in something that is going to be more of a full-blown reality when you get married. Um, however, there must be boundaries. There must mm-hmm. be boundaries because he's not yet your husband. That's all I'll say.
0: Go on, Ari, I feel like you've got something burning in you.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say, no, I was just going to say that as much as I agree with e and this might be controversial because I know, like, women probably be expecting me to, to kind of be all, like, yay pro-woman. But I, what I do think is hard to do is it's really hard to not submit in a relationship under the guise of this is not my husband, so why am I submitting? And then, from a married woman's perspective getting into marriage and then you, you don't go from not submitting into submitting very easily. So yeah, to an extent, there are elements of submission, and I hate to say it, I really do, but there, <laughs> are, <laughs> there are elements of submission that you should probably practice in a relationship, but you've kind of caveated it that that person is indeed a godly man. And you know, he's, his head is kind of screwed on. He, he, yeah. he loves the Lord, et etc., et cetera, et cetera.
2: Yeah. So that's boundaries basically.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Boundaries have to be established. Otherwise the guy can take the mic, or the woman who, who's meant to kind of be submitted in certain areas feel like, well, I don't need to listen to him. I don't need to, I'm my own person. da. da, da. And w- when she should be practicing elements of submission,
1: she's yeah. just. Kind if of it on. Though, because if someone yeah. says quit your job, you cannot just go. Yeah, that's
2: that's madness.
0: What's that? Yeah. yeah, that one is crazy. All of that stuff is crazy, man. It, it sounds like foreign to me, man. Bro, but it's, right, it's
2: real. The- it's real, bro. Yeah, bro. Mm.
0: That that one there is a mazzoline. Obviously, someone was mentioned earlier. Obviously, about it being risky to obviously submit to a man that's not your husband and so forth. And it's, it's obviously interesting to for us to touch upon that quickly. I think relationships generally are risky, innit? I think what we're dealing with relationships is risky anyway. Mm. Um, so you can obviously submit in with obviously with boundaries to your boyfriend mm-hmm. and end up marrying somebody completely different. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably just the nature of the game, like game, so to speak. It's just just how it goes. It's unfortunate. Um, Obviously, if you're in a position where you can marry your first ever girlfriend, then amazing. And God bless you abundantly. Mm -hmm. But Obviously not everybody is fortunate or not everybody might be in that position to do so. Yeah. Um, And I think it's just one of them things that we just have to do, pick ourselves up and obviously move on to the next one. Obviously it might be frustrating for someone who's obviously submitted, who's given their life over to someone and then eventually they break up and now
1: one
0: is giving their life over to, over to somebody we didn't yeah that,
2: that. yeah that's that's what I yeah. that's, um, that's this is why I put a caveat you there giving your
1: life over to somebody you that isn't
2: your husband that's what I'm saying
0: you don't this is what they this is what they're doing
2: this no this is what they're doing we no we, um, that's not what we're advocating for that's not what I'm advocating for at at I don't I'm believe I don't believe, yeah, I don't believe yeah I don't believe is advocating for that that's why I said <laughs> no. boundaries have to be like what is taking a lick what is right and what is wrong that needs to be established when you're in a relationship. So you know that as believers, this is where we stand. How can we do the right things? How can we do this relationship rightly and within the boundaries so that it, let's say for example, it doesn't work that you guys are not going, ah, I was wounded. I was manipulated. Why? Because you've already addressed the boundaries and you've already established that. Don't get me wrong, as human beings, people can take the mick or whatever, but as long as you know that the boundaries have been set in place, then you know that okay, I've kept myself, or we we are keeping to this agreement, and we're knowing that you're not violating me um, as a guy, you're not violating me, and as a woman, I'm not dis, I'm not dishonoring you, or I'm not disrespecting you. So let's make it clear from the get go. And when you do that, then you can then you can grow. So if it is it goes well, fantastic. If it doesn't go well, at least you know. Boundaries were put in place so that people couldn't cross it. And if it is crossed, you know, that's, 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 that, that one is, well, depending, well, uh, it depends on the context. It's either you do, do you know try to and, and cancel or you do, okay, it's not working, but I forgive you. Let's move on. Well, you have to forgive anyway. With the
0: relationship thing, yeah, with a relationship thing, you just got to take a lot of time in with it, man. Like you said earlier, there's a lot of stages within it when it comes to dating and relationships, I just think it's one of them things where we've got to take a lot of time with it. But obviously with this generation now, they're not trying to take time, man. Right. Tell people tell people you was, you know, seeing your your girlfriend for a year before you got into a relationship, they'll laugh at you, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think now we're in a micro, microwavable microwaveable generation where it's like everybody wants things now, everybody wants things instantly. After two months, it's a like, what are we, where are we going, what are we doing. Um, <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to be patient anymore. Every yeah, time but I, I think told that's you that's
1: twenty-five plus gang, Like If you're getting older, to an extent, you you kind of you know who you are, you know what you want. You both ha- you both know what your future goals are. Like some people would say, yeah, it's about,
0: Why, it's about we need that.
1: to wait too long? I think there should be an element of time. And yes, you should take your time. But how long are we talking? One year? Like if you're saying one year at twenty one year to someone who's like twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty is different to one year to someone who's like nineteen, twenty.
0: Yeah, true. But you might know where you are and where you want to go. I might know where I want to go and who I am. But can me and you work? Like, are we on the same journey together? Can we have think this journey together? That
1: long to figure it out. Ooh. To figure yeah. out if that's the person that you want to be with, I think people tend to figure that out pretty quickly. Let's be honest. I don't
0: know, man. I think it takes time. <laughs> I build. I think. I think it, I think think it takes time building a strong foundation, man. No,
1: I think no. I'm not talking about building a foundation. Of course, that takes time. I mean, I'm the not,
0: foundation is the relationship. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> I'm not
1: even one to talk because I. I mean, I dated my husband for quite a few years. So I'm not one to talk, but what I'm saying is, in terms of making that decision, or at least deciding, is this? Can I see myself with this person for a long time? I think those kind of things is quite easy to know that very quickly building the foundation takes time but initially asking yourself that question is this a person can I see myself with this person for a long time
0: oh you know I agree with that I definitely agree with that you can know because I think for me I probably knew after three months exactly however we dated for a year so I think but I think that's the case for a lot of men you know I think a lot of men know from early on but they just don't make it clear because they want to see where it's going to go. They want to check your performance. They want to see where you're going to go before they <laughs> make it a future.
2: Gabs, you're speaking for yourself.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I can, I can yeah, definitely speak for other guys. You're you speaking for yourself. you're not speaking for me. <laughs> I'm not speaking for you. I'm speaking for some guys in general. Obviously, I can't speak for the whole the whole uh, male population, yeah. but I can definitely... I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, do you know what I mean? I'm not abnormal, do you know what I mean? So if I think this way, I think there's other guys in this world i think the same way otherwise i'm special with it and i don't think it's that deep i definitely think there's other guys out there that would know as early as three months whether they want to be with this girl or not or whether they see a guy in long term but they just want to test the waters they just want to see where this is going to go they want to see uh, if if we're going to build correctly before making it official and then at one point when they feel like ready they feel ready it's just like, all right cool let's let's crack on let's ride on sis
1: yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I just think, don't take too long. If you knew at three months, you don't need to make someone wait another, like, 12 years.
0: Mm, I, I don't understand how a guy would not know after three months. I don't understand why a guy would take a year to know. No, nah, no, nah, that one, Nah, I think they he's lied got to many you. he
1: too many much. options and he's weighing them up. That's the truth, sis.
0: I'm in the ghetto. We'll, oh, just, yeah, take,
2: we'll just take oh, an minute
0: together. <laughs> Let me clear something now, yeah? Man them, some man them do not have these options that they speak of. Don't let all these men lie to us. We're not being lied to in this generation. We're heading into 2021. A lot of these men, they don't have the options. There are some ladies, yeah? You are the only option for the man, but he's bluffing. He's pretending. Agreed. There's no other woman out there. He's lying to everybody. But me, I will not be fooled. Mm-hmm. He's working. Some men are trying to finesse some of these women by making it seem like he's trying to weigh up his options, but really, he's playing games.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his business. He yeah. say so.
0: hmm. Anyway, next question. The second question is... It's a bit of a weird question, but I think I know what it means. The question is, did God tell me to break up with my boyfriend slash girlfriend? Wow. And I think, this question, <laughs> I think this question stems from... When people are in a relationship for like five years, six years, and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, God told me to. God told me you're not the one.
1: Let
0: Does this happen? I'm going to come to you first, Eman. Yeah, um, is this a, is this a real thing? Um,
2: is how do you mean? Is this a real thing? Does it happen? It, what you've no, done? Dis-
0: no, no. Oh, we, we know it happens. Yeah. <sighs> do you know. What? Let me even start it. I don't think it's acceptable. Yeah.
2: Ah, uh, you didn't I even know. explain what you meant. You just said let me start. Ah, <laughs> uh, explain. <laughs>
0: basically people there are there are situations where a guy and a girl might be together for like four years five years six years okay and then all of a sudden the guy or the girl might turn around and be like god said you're not my wife or god said you're not my husband
2: interesting okay
0: now we know it happens because obviously there's situations that we've heard before um but the thing is is this acceptable do you believe that that person really heard from god
1: Do you know what I think that is? <laughs> I feel like that's manipulation. I feel like <laughs> let me tell you what I think is manipulation.
2: Yeah? Okay, tell us I think, Pastor.
1: I think if you've been with someone for five years and at the five-year point, they're, all, they're just suddenly telling you the Lord told me to bring yeah. you, that person is using the Lord to manipulate you to say reason and
2: Yes, Pastor.
1: You. Because deep down inside, <laughs> you think you've probably been thinking about it for a long time. Around two or three years, they probably knew this wasn't going to work, but they still wanted to have fun. And now yeah. they don't know what to say because they've wasted your time for five years, and they don't want to look bad, so they're telling you that's what God said. Yes. But I personally think if someone's telling you that, it's probably manipulation because what like there's signs is let's all use wisdom. You would have seen that you can't be with someone for five years and have not seen a single sign that oh this is dodgy behavior.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, right. I'm in full agreement with what Ora said. I can just, in my mind, I can hear people say, well, I know I've got a friend that's so okay, cool. I hear what you might want to rebuttal with. But the point is this. I don't see, I don't see how God would want you in a relationship for five years mm-hmm. for someone to turn around to tell you that the God that doesn't want you in Abasha is now the same God that is telling this person to tell you that God said this relationship is over. I can't lie. That's madness. But don't get me wrong. There are times when it happens and I feel like people should just own up to the fact that it was them and not say God. And that's my my main point was that uh, we should be very careful when meddling in something prophetic and saying God said X, God said Y, God said Z. That's because that is very, one, it, it brings disrepute to the name of God. But two, it also... It also tarnishes when people, when God legitly speaks to people. And even with that, I think that's maybe a whole another episode on itself. Like if God told me that I'm meant to marry someone or God told me that, duh, 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 how do I behave about that? That's a whole nother one. I'm not going to, I'm tr- going to try not to go into that one. But the point is this, if you're in a relationship for five years, which was the context of this question, and God said, then I can't lie. I'm very much with Aura on it. I think that's there's an element of manipulation or there's there's just you making a decision to lie and say it was God when it was actually yourself. Yeah. Furthermore, furthermore, like at five years, you should be very much talking about what the hell are we doing in this thing. Like, if you're not talking about marriage, if you're not talking about what's the next steps, I I don't know what the hell you're doing for five years. I'm sorry. Five years do what?
1: It happens to people who are engaged, though. You could have, like... You could have been together three years, been engaged... Or, let's say, four years and been engaged for a year. And then, during engagement, that's when the person asked God said, we shouldn't get married.
2: Yeah, and I, I can't lie. That's... I, that's that's real mad to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's real mad to me. So, for three years, God wasn't speaking. But in the fourth yeah. year, sorry. when you were engaged, he yeah. now decided to speak to you to say, why would he allow you guys to waste your life, waste your time, waste, waste your um, emotional efforts and time efforts and money efforts... And all the things that you've committed to this relationship, and then turn around and say, "Yeah, sorry, I wasn't involved in this in the first place."
1: <laughs> that being said, I, there has been couples that have been engaged and then decided they want to pull that engagement off.
2: Yeah, but are we saying excuse? Are, are, it's who an are excuse. we attributing Don't it to? That's an an my excuse. thing. that's, yeah, no, that's my thing. Who are we attributing it to? Are we saying, you know what, we've you know what we've done life, and you know it just seems that we're not on the same page? That one is honest that that's life that happens. Mm. Like, but don't get to, don't get to the step before marriage and now say God wasn't in it and you were together for five years. So what was happening when you were doing Bible study and praying and seeking God's face about certain matters pertaining to your relationship? What was going on then? I I personally don't believe that God will string you on for years, especially in a matter of being in a relationship, having somebody else attached to you. And then, but don't get me wrong. There are nuances. There are anomalies. This has happened before, so I'm not trying to say it hasn't. But I don't believe it is the norm. I don't believe it's the norm. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna teach it as a norm, and I'm not gonna preach it as a norm. I don't believe this should be a a norm. Is it normalcy or this should be normalcy or normality uh, for believers? Um, If you know that it's you and you're just growing apart, say. It's me. It's just. It doesn't seem that it's working. Um, I apologize. It just seems that we're growing distant and we don't see to eye to eye. But don't put God's name name there because of a decision you want to make or an action that you've you've taken or not taken. Please, like, let's not do that as believers, man. That's that's nasty. And it also, what that also does is make the other person feel like what? So I didn't hear God. Yeah. I didn't hear God. Like. I loved you. I've given myself to you. I've, you know, respected you or honored you, whoever it was, whether male or female. And now you're turning around to tell me God said, I, I can't lie, man. That, that, that make that, I, really think it's an excuse, that you know? I
0: think, I definitely do think it's an excuse. I think, even if it's like two years, three years, four years, anything from like two, three years onwards, I think it's definitely an excuse. I definitely agree with your point, Eman, about saying, what, well, you didn't hear from God all the years before. That's something I definitely hold quite highly because I don't understand how all of a sudden you now hear from God. It's just like, what was happening during a relationship? Mm. Um, and I just, I just tend to believe that somebody who obviously the person who obviously came and said, God said, did not really want to be in that relationship. It doesn't mean we are saying that somebody who has done it before doesn't hear from God or you don't have a personal relationship with God. I just think that something like that is an excuse, especially if there's like, it there was arguments or something along them lines. I think it's so easy to use God as a crutch, and I think Orem mentioned it earlier. I think using the Lord's name to manipulate is something that's definitely wrong. But I think it's an easy cop out. It's easy to bring Lord's name yeah, into no, it, but no, then I'll you argue, can't provide yeah. an argument. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't argue if somebody says God said. Um, but if if you was to be like, oh yeah, it's just not working out. That it's easy for you to debate that. It's easy for you to argue that. But if somebody comes out and says, yeah, God said, I think. You can't really talk back to that. Mm-hmm. Even though it's quite it's quite lame to use. Um, like I definitely do think it's an excuse. And I think we probably just do need to kind of be real um with our emotions and feelings. And if if we are trying to break up with somebody, then just do it and just be honest about it. Even though I don't condone breakups, I'm not really a fan of people in relationships that break up, but I think just using the Lord as a crutch is is a is an all time lull for me, man. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I agree. I agree. I just, I just hate the the manipulation of the God said thing. But like I said, that's a whole never, that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah, the five, six years thing, even that I don't like, I get couples, you know, spend, you know, years together before marriage and stuff like that. But if there's no direction, if there's no, yeah, you know what? Um, We think it's time to take it to the next level and you're just going on, going with the flow. I can't lie, man there's like, yes, there's no right. I'm not saying that you should do it after, if you feel led to do it after three months, but at the same time, when time is going and you're just together for years and it's kind of like, yeah, we're just waiting. We're kind of coasting through. I don't, I also, I, I don't believe in that. I don't buy into that. I think if you know that this is where you're at, you know that God is in this and that that God is blessing this, then I'm. I'm in support for you. That's like, even if I was to give any scripture, like, You know, when the Bible says in Proverbs, like there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors, like where there's loads of people there that are are wise and that can give you sound counsel. Those are the people that as a couple, you need to surround yourself with and let them speak wisdom into your situation and not say, oh, come up with your own excuses or come up with God said and God didn't say and God, whatever, making up stuff. That's let's stop doing that, man. Let's as Christians, let's be integral. Men, because I, I think maybe men mm, actually I've had a, I've had a very even experience of that. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, that's why I was I've changed my statement. But men and women, let's stop using this. God said and God didn't when when you yourself want to make a decision, be honest, be truthful. And if anything, as a believer, if there's if there's any attribute that you should be out of the many, is is truthful. Be honest. You know what? I just don't think we're on the same page anymore. Um, And as you prayerfully make that decision, you move forward, but you've got to be honest. You've got to be honest. Don't lie about it. Um, You're not less of an individual for, you know, sometimes in the hype of the moment, you can just, well, I like you, like me, let's get into relationships. And sometimes people coast like that. It gets like that. It happens like that, but we have to, if we're going to be making decisions like this, especially lifetime commitments, you've got to have your head screwed on don't you don't and that's why for women i just say to you look look don't try and fall into situationships if he's not said anything and nothing is confirmed then you're not anything you are not anything okay don't say that he's your boyfriend or whatever don't just fall into things and don't fall into things for pressure i get it i'm i'm don't, and don't think like I'm speaking one as privileged per se, because I am for you. I want you to win in life. I want you to have a good marriage. I don't want you. To, I don't want you to get marriage and then, you know, in two three years say you know this is not working for me. I want you to have a good marriage. So I'm telling you this: don't just jump into it for the sake of it. Take time, get wisdom, and if you know that God is in it, and you both know that God is in it, then do do the necessary steps. Do the necessary steps. Start planning. Engagement, start planning marriage or however you guys, you know, jointly decide to do it. Um, and let God bless, you know, what's going on. But at the same time, mm. if you've done it out of zero, you were you weren't too sure, you're you da 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 and then you realize and you know what, this is not this is not me. I'm not, you know, fully into this. Be mm. a man, be a woman, and say, you know, sorry, I just this is not working. I've prayed about it, and I want you to pray about it as well. So collectively, even if you're feeling off, both of you. Like, do the right thing and pray together rather than, you know, just calling it quits. Just pray together and just say, okay, fine. Like, we're settled in this year. This is not working. Um, let's, let's love each other and, and leave each other um, and call it a day. I think we should just be more integral and just uh-huh. be more honest. I think if we do that, I think that that's one of the ways that relationships can be more beautiful for believers anyway. hmm
0: uh-huh. All right, let's hear your voice.
1: I mean, what Emmanuel said was just absolutely perfect. No, but I'm joking. Like I said, I don't think people should be saying God told me to break up. I think if you're talking about after you've been together for a short period of time and you've been praying about it, is this a person that I should be committed to for the rest of my life? And then all of a sudden the Lord starts revealing things to you about that person... Mm-hmm. I think that's fine. And I think that's completely different from the situation that we were just talking about. Cause yeah. I think that God can reveal people's true character to you and God can show you that perhaps this is not the direction that you should be going into. Yeah. So I do think like God can reveal that things like that to a person, but it's not the same as saying, Oh, God told me you're not the one like you can't. And I also think that if you're going to use that to break up with that person, I think you owe it to that person that you've been in a relationship with to kind of give them some constructive criticism about their character so that they can take that forward into another relationship and do better. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Right. Emma, you got a scripture for us?
2: Yeah. Um, Proverbs two, two scriptures in Proverbs, Proverbs 11, 14, where there is no counsel, people um, people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. In Proverbs uh, fifteen, verse twenty-two. Um, without counsel, plans go awry. But in a multitude of counselors, they are established. So it's basically like get counsel, or as you're going along, as if you're in a relationship. I'm a, hundred, I'm a proponent of being accountable like to, to maybe another couple or leaders in church or whatever and making sure that they're aware of what's going on. Whether it's good, bad or ugly, let them know and let them give you counsel so that you can, guys have a good guide and then make decisions for yourself based on godly counsel as well as having God at the center of it also. Wisdom is what you need, not you know, copping out by saying God said when he actually didn't say. And if he did say, then you need wisdom to be able to relay it to the other person. Because, you know, just go, yeah, well, God says I shouldn't be in it, so I'm going to cut. That, you don't know how that can make the other person feel. And that may not be the best way to relay a message, even though it's truthful. So you need wisdom to be able to, to get that message across. So that's that, that, that's, that's me.
0: And just to, just to add to that as well, like if to anybody listening, if your relationship is on the rocks, please do speak to someone. Mm. Um, especially with what Eman is saying about accountability, please do speak up with someone. I know it's so easy when relationships are on the rocks to like jump ship or yeah. um, just break up and stuff like that. But this might actually be the person who God does want you to marry. This might actually be the person who. Is going to be a great husband or great wife to you, but because things might be shaky now, because things might be on the rocks now, it doesn't mean that you know the relationship has to end. So if that's you, definitely do speak up, speak to people who are seasoned, people who are in a relationship, as the solution might not just be telling telling him or her that you know God said they're not the one,
1: because mm. they
0: actually might be the one. It just might be the things or cracks in the relationships that need mending or. Things in a relationships that need that need solving. To be honest, so mm-hmm. yeah, speak up, speak up, and speak out, man. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, on that note, we are signing out. Thanks for listening, guys. We really do appreciate it. Love. Remember, feel free to send in any questions if you want answered any dilemmas if in fact next episode well, not next episode it's not it's, that's not actually feasible gabs but in a f- in a coming episode we want to tackle some dilemmas so guys if you've got any dilemmas send them over to myself Eman, or ore Aure. ore's dms are open to everybody so <laughs> get in touch with us let us know dilemmas if you want to be mysterious and you don't want your name mentioned then feel free to email us um um, yeah, email us or contact us But yeah, we want to help people out what sort of some dilemmas, answer some questions So feel free to send Them in and we'll look at dealing with them In the next couple of episodes Guys, thanks for listening, appreciate it It's the Real Talk Real Walk family signing out mm-hmm.
2: Take care